0: Happy Laetare Sunday to you all. That's why I'm wearing this beautiful pink, I'm sorry, rose vestment. Definitely not pink. Uh, I think Apple was onto something when they had that iPhone color rose gold a few years ago. Someone on their marketing team must have been Catholic and said, that's not pink, it's rose. One of my favorite movies, and I think it's a rather underrated flick that I've really grown to love, is the movie Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. It's the story, real life story, of a man by the name of Frank Abagnale, who at the age of 16 ran away from home to start a life of forging and cashing checks and becoming just a master at fraud. He once masqueraded as a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, and even a pilot at Pan Am Airlines so he could go around the world cashing checks and making a fortune. And he was chased for years by an FBI agent played by Tom Hanks. And at one point, he's caught. They've got him in prison, but he even uh, he and he's in prison. But Tom Hanks realizes this guy could be a really, really valuable person for the FBI to help us in our fraud prevention department. So he goes out of his way to get his 20-year prison sentence basically taken away as long as he worked for the FBI. But eventually, Abagnale, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, he, he just wants to get back out in that life. He, he was... You're just allured by the thrill of the chase and escapes. He escapes again and gets back to you know, cash and checks. And he's uh, literally about to get on a plane dressed as a pilot when he's confronted by Tom Hanks. And Abigail is just so nervous. He thinks he's going back to jail for 50 years at least until Tom Hanks very just calmly says, Look, Frank, nobody's chasing you, and very calmly walks away. At that moment, you see something in Frank Abagnale's head, like, nobody's chasing me. What's going on? So, of course, shows back up to work the next Monday morning and begins a 40-year relationship with the FBI and their fraud prevention department and uh, created a lot of the things on our own checks that prevent uh, bank fraud all around the world. These readings today about sin and redemption, I think, illustrate this story quite a bit. And it illustrates kind of how we are when we have sinned and how we might sometimes approach God after we've sinned. Because when we know we've sinned, it's easy to think that we are now all of a sudden being chased by God. We're a fugitive on the run, that God is somehow like a cop trying to catch a criminal. So what do we do? We run. We run away from him. We run farther and farther away from God until eventually because we, we, we don't want to face the music, we live by that thrill of the chase. We enjoy being chased, so we keep running and running farther away from him. But what's really happening? What's really happening here? If we look back, we see that nobody's chasing us. God doesn't chase after us after we sin. He's not like a cop waiting to catch us in the act to send us into eternal hellfire. We're the ones who are running away We keep running and running to the point that we separate ourselves from God. When there's a distance between us and God, it's not because God has somehow created an unrealistic expectation for us. It's because we've created that distance ourselves. We've run away. And Satan loves to get us to think that God is chasing after us, so we keep running and running farther away from him right into Satan's arm. We become so enamored with our sin, we become so enamored with the thrill of the chase that we just keep running and running right into Satan's arms. So what do we do? What do we need to do? Well, it helps first of all by stopping and then turning around and looking back. And we don't see God the cop when we turn back, we see God the Father. Holding out his hand to us, no matter how far away we are from him, imploring us, to come back. And really, he is calling us to what we could be, calling us to, I guess, the the fullness of ourselves, just as Tom Hanks was trying to get Frank Abagnale to come back. Because eventually Tom Hanks was chasing him, not to put him into prison, but to bring him back to a life that was legit, to a life of success working for the FBI. He wasn't calling him back and chasing him just to get him to go to prison, he was chasing him to bring him to the fullness of himself for the full utilization of his gifts and of his talents. So how does God deal with us who have strayed? Well, we can look no further than Scripture. In our first reading from Second Chronicles, we hear, Early and often did the Lord, the God of their fathers, send his messengers to them, even after infidelity after infidelity, for he had compassion on his people and his dwelling place. Even after the countless times that the people of Israel had broken that covenant with God, he still offered his covenant to his people. So even for us, generation after generation, God still gives us holy people, holy examples, the saints, and all the great people who have gone before us to help us and call us to at light to a life of holiness. We can look to our second reading from Ephesians where we hear that God, even when we were dead in our transgressions, brought us to life with Christ and has seated us in heaven with him. You know, it's so true that when we struggle with sinful habits, especially ones that we are ashamed of, we know how vividly being dead in our sins can feel, how defeated we can feel, how cut off, starved, and lifeless it can be, struggle with sin sometimes, and the consequences of sin really do bring this home. But it is precisely in this state that God wants to meet us, that he wants to transform us, heal us, reanimate, and even resuscitate us back to life with him. And St. Paul would know this better than anyone, someone who was rather dead in his sin against God, or even the gospel this most well-known of passages from all of Scripture, God so loved the world. We hear that God does not send his Son to condemn us, but to save us, to save us from sin and even to save us from ourselves. He does this even though we know that we sometimes prefer darkness to light. So God saves us so that we may come into the light. Why does God do this? I think it's because God sees something in us. Just as Tom Hanks saw something in Frank Abagnale. Tom Hanks didn't see a criminal eventually. He saw someone who could help do good things in the world. He saw the potential that existed in Frank Abagnale. And so God sees something in us, even though we are sinners, even though we might consider ourselves to be dead. He sees his beloved sons and daughters. He sees potential heirs to the kingdom of heaven. And it's so true that sometimes our sins, our greatest sins, are really just distortions and mismanagements of some of our greatest strengths. Yeah, and look at Frank Abagnale. That knack for detail and being able to look at the details of a check, he helped the FBI for 40 years. And that could be the same with us. God sees us and says, take what you are doing in darkness and use it in the light. Maybe a great way that this becomes visible for us is if we look up at the crucifix and see those five wounds of Christ, those wounds in his hands, his feet, and in his side. And it's, it's a very traditional Lenten devotion to meditate on the five wounds of Jesus Christ. If we look at those wounds, we see that each and every one of us, in some way, shape, or form, caused Jesus to bleed. Each of us, by our sinfulness, caused those wounds of Christ in some way, shape, or form. But God was able to take those wounds, those bloody wounds of Jesus Christ, and make mercy pour out of them, to have life pour out of them, to have grace pour out of them. God turns death into life in the wounds of Jesus Christ. He can turn our weaknesses, our sinfulness, into the source of grace. To the source of mercy. So this week, maybe our prayer, we can ask ourselves, where am I running from God? Where am I running far away from him? Where am I fleeing his hand? And let's resolve this week to turn back to him, turn back to the God who loves us, who saves us, and enters into our darkness with his eternal light.